It is week two of our Halloween month-long extravaganza. Now, you might be asking yourself, how are you going to celebrate such an occasion? Well, I'll tell you how you're going to celebrate. By getting your bones down to the zone, the scare zone, where no one can hear you scream if they're screaming too. We watched Scare Zone. We watched it so you don't have to. So you know what that means. Greetings, everybody. Welcome to the next episode of Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. Movies so bad they're scary. This is week two of our Halloween month-long special, uh, and it is going to be kind of an episode of first. A lot of first-time things happen on this episode. Uh, some are maybe kind of mundane, might not care about. Others are kind of cool, at least in my mind, so deal with it. Um, this week, Aaron is sitting out for a second week in a row, still doing, getting over his honeymoon m- marriage bliss and dealing with a return trip from Vegas. So he will be back next week. But sitting in with me for a second, uh, this is not the first, first, first of the show, hey. uh, unprecedented second time in a row, Mr. Chris Samples. Chris, how are you? Hello, hello. I'm doing well. All right. It is great to have you back. Uh, Glad to be back. Right into our next first of the show. Right. Uh, we have a second guest with us today. That's not the first, but the first is that it is our first husband and wife guest duo <laughs> on the show. Hello. So join us with is Sarah Samples for the first time. Hello, hello. Thanks, guys. Thanks for joining us, babe. Anytime. So Anytime. that is one of the first. Uh, some more firsts will come. I will bring them up later in the episode, um, but. I kind of said I should bring them up now, maybe, but I'll wait. I'll wait till we get to our odds and ends segment and then bring it up. But uh, it was kind of cool. So, all right. This week's movie, Scare Zone. Uh, maybe you guys might have watched it ahead of time if you follow our Facebook page. If not, you're, in my opinion, you're kind of missing out. But uh, <laughs> uh, this movie was uh, released in 2009, but it also says 2013, depending on where you watch it from. Really? So, I think what happened is the original came out in 2009. And then when it got picked up by a distribution company, I right. think it, okay. it got 2013 re-released or something like that. But same movie. Um, it's got a runtime like 88 minutes. Um, I found it on Amazon. It's opposed, supposedly also on Hulu and Vudu. Um, I don't know if anybody, you can watch it there or not. I don't know. You guys, I'm doing Amazon. Amazon. Amazon, Amazon it up. Uh, it's written and directed by John Benkowski. Hope I got his name right. And uh, the cast is actually... Kind of interesting. Uh, now, most of the people you probably never recognize or know, but after digging around some research, there's actually a few people who have done some pretty, have worked on some pretty really large scale projects and like very well known projects at that. Um, there's two people in the cast that have been on The Walking Dead, and not like bit parts. Like one guy was, um, well, I actually go right into it. Uh, Neil Brown Jr., who plays Spider in this movie, the black guy, uh-huh. he was in season, I think it was season one, maybe season two of Walking Dead, but he was, for those of you who are fans of the show, no, he was Gil, uh, Guillermo or something like that, but anyway, he was one of the guys who was taking care of the 
old people in Atlanta, the old folks home in Atlanta, he, before they all got wiped out. But he was in that group. Wow. And then he was also in movies, The Fast and Furious, Battle of LA, he's been on Castle, NCIS Weeds, and most recently he was in Straight Outta Compton, <laughs> where he played DJ Yella. So he's done some hey. chops. I'm a huge fan of The Walking Dead, and I did not did not pick that up, Marshall. Thank yes. you. Yes. Uh, the other Walking Dead alumni is actually who played geek number one, uh, Jordan Wood Robinson. He was also in The Hunger Games, Mockingjay, part one, and in Walking Dead, where he played Eric Riley, um, which I think is the most recent season or the past season. I think he was one of the people in uh, Victoria or Victoria, whatever that yeah, city uh, was. Yeah, Alexandria. Alexandria, thank you. That's what it is. Um, the only other thing of note that I'm going to go into, just because it's crazy that this guy's in this movie, but for you don't know. I didn't know until I looked it up. You have uh, Tyler Hansen from the 90s boy pop band Hansen from Umbop fame really? is in this movie. Really? Yes. He plays one of the geeks. Like He's he's like geek number, uh, geek number three. three. Yeah. So he's there, but he's not doesn't really do much, but... Stay Tyler right. Hansen's in this movie. No kidding. <laughs> wow, I did not grab that at all. Yes. I want to go back and check that out. Yeah. yeah. Not that it's I would recognize the Hansen, but... And yeah, a few other people. Uh, you know, the main girl uh, who plays Claire, she's done a few other things. Right. Um, bit parts, big movies, but more small, smaller parts. All right, so that takes care of the opening cast notes. I just had to get the Tyler Hansen out of that. Wow. Share that, because that's just crazy. Wow. Yeah, that is crazy. All right, so jumping into the movie. Movie opens. Uh, it's, you know, open scene with the camera kind of moving through a set of a haunted house, the interior of a haunted house. You get all the, you know, creepy the set designs and all that. And after the credits are rolling, this blonde girl comes around the corner. She screams like, ah, and she runs off. <laughs> now, the camera starts following her around this haunted house. And she frankly, as she's like, frighteningly, I don't even know if that's the word, but I'm saying it, frighteningly makes her way through this maze haunted house and get lost and screaming here and there and running all the way again. Uh, the first kind of, you kind of cue of what's going on is she runs past this mirror and you, you see her reflection as she runs past it. But as soon as she exits the mirror scene, you see this guy in like mechanic coveralls and a hockey mask appear. But Jason esque. Yeah, it is kind of Jason esque. It's like Michael Myers and Jason. They, right. they took the jump, yeah. Myers' jumpsuit, but Jason's hockey mask is kind yeah. of mishmashed. Uh, but I noticed the weird thing about the thing that bothers me about that scene is the way he comes into frame is the same way she's leaving. Yeah. So if he, they're supposed to make like she's following her through the haunted house. Right. He basically just came right in front of her. Right. She, she would have ran right, right past, past the guy. So it's like <laughs> that's just kind of uh they should have him come from the other side. Uh-huh. I think. Uh-huh. Strike one. So Strike far. one. So far. <laughs> so anyway the blonde ends up in a room full of creepy dolls and she backs into this masked man. She screams again, she runs off. You're seeing a pattern here. Right. Uh, the final room, she runs straight. She runs, it's the final room, and she runs straight into it. Like they boom, chest to chest. Yeah. They collapse, they drop to the floor. Uh, and this is where you find the, what the gag is. They both stand up. She's like, watch out, dick face, or something, <laughs> something like that. Like Dickweed. Dickweed, yeah. It's a great, it's a great little zinger there. Uh, doing the mask stands up, removes the mask. He's like, I'm sorry, but you ran into me. And she leaves, and in comes Spider, uh, the one black guy in the film. The kind of relief. The, yeah, yeah, he's the, yeah, he's the smooth, fast-talking black guy. Ludacris. I got, yeah, he, he does. He, he looks does like Luda from like Fast Ludacris. Looks like, he really does. He's like Ludacris Jr. or something. Got the dread, like the, the braids. The corner of yeah. braids. Um, but so Neil Brown Jr. is his name. I will say, 
he actually does a pretty good job this movie. He's entertaining. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's not. I, I like said he was bad the comic relief, yeah. in my opinion. Like he, he kind of made everything, you know, brought everything together. And uh, although it didn't make sense that he was there, really, not, but... not at all. <laughs> not one bit, but really. it was good that he was. Right. Yeah, he's he did he does a good job. So yeah. kudos to Neil Brown Jr. Um, so yeah, once Spider comes in, uh, we kind of learned that this was like a dry run or a test run of the new haunted house layout before they opened it open the doors to the public, I think the next night or whatever it is. Right. And Daryl who's the kind of the main character. He's the one in the mask and this, he's just been hired on to work at this haunted house. And well, it seemed like, yeah, that all of them, like they're, they're going through this with like just a bunch of rookies yeah, and like two or three veteran workers in this haunt. Yeah, that's exactly. Cause that leads us right into where we meet the rest of the cast. Basically, um, we learned that the blonde girl that we saw chasing this summer, she's a three-year veteran right. worker of this place. Right. Um, same with Spider, who's been there for a while. Um, I did like the fact that the advice Spider gives Daryl is to like don't get you know scared or don't linger too long because you'll get punched or something. Like that. Right. It was boo and skidoo. Boo you got a boo and skidoo. <laughs> Boo Skidoo. That was his big advice. You ever got trampled by little heels? Boo Skidoo. Boo So, um, yeah. So, the rest of the newbies walk in, and we meet Bart, Tracy, Margot, Tyler, Jake, and PJ, PJ, which is Summer's fiance. So, that's basically your core group of newbie actors or haunt workers, we'll say. Um, and for some reason, Spire takes them all on a tour of the haunted house again, even though which is kind of like they just did it with Daryl. So I don't. Right. It's kind of weird. Why right. would they do it again? Yeah, like, Daryl must have been uh, there early. I guess. Yeah. Punctual. <laughs> he's a real go getter. He's, he's the <laughs> overachiever. Uh, this is where we meet Oliver, who is the owner operator of the haunted house. Right. Um, and then he kind of takes over Spire. Spire leaves, and Oliver takes over the tour and begins. Kind of assigning each of the new guys to work where, where they're what work. room they're going to be working in mm-hmm. for their time there in the haunted house. And you have like the vampire room, the lie vat scene or room. You have a medical examiner's room with like which is like the old like 1700 like medical where you have like a bunch of like the people observing the medical procedure. Yeah, old uh, like uh, morticians. Yeah, morticians med- or like medical university viewing type thing. viewing a, yeah. uh, an autopsy, if you will. Yeah, bleachers looking down on tank of like a torture a rack or whatever. But they all look like zombies. Yeah, they're like, ghouls yeah. or something right. like that. And then there's the doll room. Which was creepy. Yes. Um Oliver puts Jake in the vat room, uh with the live vat. And yes. he gives him a real axe. He even just explains like this is <laughs> Plastic, where he's like, no, this is real. Do you know how much a plastic axe costs? I'm like, well, probably not that much. Right, not as much as a real axe. A real, real axe, I'm sure, axe. is way more expensive yeah. than a plastic one. One <laughs> thing I found funny, too, is that his name is Jake Jacobs. I don't know <laughs> why. why. It's two that. first names, almost. I missed that one. But I'm just thinking, that is a lawsuit waiting to happen. Uh-huh. You give a guy a real axe in a haunted house. Like, I know like, for the where the story, for what the story is and where it has to go, that, yeah, it's probably going to have to be real. But at the same time, you could each just have somebody switch out the, a fake one with the real one. Because right. there's no way you give a guy a real axe. Because he even said, don't swing it like this. It's not that sharp, <laughs> but it will hurt like hell. Like, <laughs> you are an awful haunted house owner. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, so Oliver is like, at this point, he's trying to get Summer to stay and, and, and work on the crew for the rest of the night. But she's like, no, I hope opening night. But then I'm leaving because we're going to Vegas and we're eloping to get married. So I was like, well, you know what, money spot. So he starts trying to bribe Summer to say, like, I'll pay you more, blah, 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 whatever. Um, Tracy is the brunette with big boobs, and 
she gets assigned as this lady in white, again, wedding dress, but who gives birth to a bat boy, like a bat baby hybrid. And this prop she gives him, this looks so ridiculous. It's a bat with wings, but it's got like this baby's head on it and it's like (laughs) little painted on fangs. So it's like they took a baby doll and just added like bat wings and, and fur to it. Right. Yeah. Right. You're probably right. But the thing is, the whole funny thing about this thing, or the, the gag, is that it pees on people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like she squeezes the legs together and it pisses on people as they walk by. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I laugh on odds, but if I, somebody, like, I got squirted with something out of the blue, I'm kind of upset. Kind of pissed. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But I guess you should expect that. I mean, going through a haunt. No, you know. Maybe. I mean, maybe. But pee? I mean, right. I don't know. Blood, right. maybe yeah. pee? Right. Yeah, what if we get you right in the eye? Because that's a stream. Yeah, right. <laughs> right it was eye, very, man. yeah, she was very direct. <laughs> so, um, and then, so they get to the last room, and Oliver explains that this is his room, where he's going to be the pumpkin carver, and which is basically just another Jason mask painted orange, and mm-hmm. kind of looks like a pumpkin, a jack-o'-lantern. And There's he's got pumpkins his, set up all through the room. Yeah, so yeah. kind of like the dolls. Like, like right. It's kind of like the doll with all, it's a... And he does the thing where like, he hides his head. It kind of looks like E.T. with all the stuffed animals. He kind of blends his head in with the pumpkins. Right. So, uh, but he, he introduces Bloody Molly, which is his patent-pending chainsaw mm-hmm. that locks the chain in place so it's harmless. It's just lots of noise and vibrations. Um, Again, you, you're keeping the chain... Keeping the chain on, on the just, saw. On the yeah. saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, those are removable. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> yeah, I even uh, flashed just making a chain like years ago when I was in. I actually got I got hit by the chainsaw. Oh, yeah? in the shin. Oh my gosh! Yeah, look again. Look, the chain was off, obviously, nice. but it still hurt like hell, and right. I had a bruise on my shin, and my jeans were like stained with grease and oil. From right, this. right. But anyway, side story. <laughs> so anyway, uh, the end of the tour ends with after the chainsaw, when they they all the guests like filter onto the gift shop. So uh, that's where they kind of end up, and we meet Claire. Claire, who is. The goth girl. And she'd be crazy. She she is crazy. She'd be really crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch be tripping. Yeah, uh, right. She, uh, she's the other vet worker, and she basically seems to just work the gift shop counter. And she does, like, the costuming and makeup design for the live the workers, actors. Right, right. right. Um, and, you know, she starts handing out the, the costumes to everybody and all this. And then this basically cues... Montage number one for the movie. Right. There's several montages There's in several this movie. Several montages. Oh my god! But uh, <laughs> and it's like it's it's cheesy like '90s pop through like these montages. Yeah. Right, type right. And it kind of reminds me of like something that I would you would have seen on like a Saved by the Bell episode. Oh my yeah. god! Like that's what yeah. I kind of thought of. Uh-huh. But it, anyway, so it's basically just them playing with like the mask and right. the props in the gift shop. The girls are changing clothes and they peek in on it. You do see Margot's boobs. Yeah, right. which which as soon as she was introduced, as soon as she was introduced and she's wearing this like spaghetti string tank top, I was yeah. like, we're gonna see her boobs for <laughs> sure. Because yeah. the whole time it felt to me like I was watching like a, a late night Showtime movie. Just the way that the, the film is like the video quality, filmed. yeah, the yeah. video quality mm-hmm. and everything and. I was like, all right, this could be something here, you know? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the brief shot brief of shot. Margo's boobs. and uh, Yeah, it's quick. All we get. They're nice, though. I mean, they're nice looking they were, from what you see. Nice. Uh, yeah. And then they just get more more general goofing around and, you know, shenanigans. Um, at this point, Claire tells Tyler that he has to come in early to help set up for the initial open. Or, that, you know, everybody, apparently everybody's supposed to take turns, but, like, his name got drew, drawn out of the hat first right. or some random bullshit. So that sets up 
Which is weird because they only do three nights. Yeah, but they have like seven people. Right. (laughs) I just don't think she liked Tyler. No. Uh, So from skipping ahead, just a few scenes. Not much happened. It's just very more. Nothing happened. But we're skipping ahead to the next day when Tyler does show up early for work. He goes to the back door. He's knocking on it. No answer. He's like, well, shit, maybe I came too early. You know, who knows? Mm -hmm. Knocks on the door. Door opens up. Camera switches to a POV of whoever it is that answered the door. You don't know. Right. And Tyler's like, hey, I'm here to help set up. And as soon as he says that, bam, gets stabbed in the stomach. The first kill. Yep, first kill. <laughs> stabbed in the stomach by the mystery person. And Aaron, I'd be amiss, I'd do for Aaron, uh, as he would say, we get treated to mouth blood as Tyler <laughs> drops and he gets dragged inside the door, closing it behind him. Right. At first, I was unimpressed with this kill. I yeah. was like, this yeah. is going to go. It, it's like go. just, at, at first, I thought to them, like, oh, right. God, not one of these movies. Right. But I will say, it does pick up a bit, and we, you, you do get some. Hey, at better. least we got a kill this week, Marshall. We did get an actual <laughs> kill this week. We will, we will come back to that. <laughs> um, so, cut to actual opening night. So, it's a few hours later now, and it's opening night. Crowds are waiting outside. They're in line, waiting to get in. And there's like people in like a giant costume entertaining the crowd. Mm-hmm. And this is where we meet. Not quote unquote the geeks, right? Which is a group of four guys that are super, like, like super loyal and repeat customers to this one particular haunted house to the point where like they're borderline obsessive with this place. Yeah, they've, they've gone through, they go through it like seven times a night. Yeah, There's like a, seven, ten times. They get in out, a row. they go right back in line. They're just and yeah, yeah, obsessed. With and it. this is where you said one of these guys is Tyler Hansen. So if you really want to look, <laughs> he's in there. I did not catch that. Uh, so Claire pops out from behind a curtain and tells Spider something, uh, like, I don't know, right open. And, like, the lead geek, who's, like, this redheaded ginger with glasses, which is eerily, strikes home, very eerily, um, snaps a picture <laughs> of her, like, she's some kind of celebrity. And she's like, oh, my God, it's Claire! Hey, Claire it's the picture. Claire. And she's like, what? It freaks out, and she walks. But anyway, Spider eventually opens the door of business. Cue montage number two. More cheesy 90s music. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it just customers going through the haunted house, more hijinks. So it was like, mm-hmm. as what exactly happens? One of the customers takes Jake's real axe, just grabs out his hands and runs <laughs> right. off with it. <laughs> right. So Jake runs off after him to get it back. Uh, another person punches Daryl in the face because I guess he didn't boo and skidoo fast enough. <laughs> right. It was, there was, it was pretty funny though, these uh, montages, what was going on in them. Like I thought, you know, it lightened it up a little bit. Yeah. It, it, it was pretty funny. It, yeah. It wasn't bad. It was the just jokes. Like, the jokes were, were, were well done. I thought. And, yeah. It yeah. was pretty decent. I agree. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I, I couldn't like get past the music to like really right. get serious about it. The music was, it was like they were finding their way. It like, was almost like Mbop. The entire it was time. Like, mm, <laughs> oh, I wonder. Weird. I couldn't find any soundtrack information on this whole thing. So uh, that's not like know. a not one you can go buy in stores, but yeah. if you read the credits, it's on there. But um, Umbop was not not, not on the credits. It, no. I did go through all that. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> so the montage Later. ends with a group of haunt goers walking past a shelving unit, and which has a bunch of f- several fake severed heads on mm-hmm. the display on the shelving unit. But as the camera pans by each head, it comes to a stop on the final head, and it's revealed that that's the the real severed head of Tyler. So right. His real head's now been part made part of the. So this is where it comes home. back, and it was like at first that kill was unimpressive. Yeah, and then it got way it got better, better at the end. Yeah. It made it better. <laughs> I was impressed. I liked it. So night one comes to an end. Oliver deals out bonus money. 
And let me just, Oliver, I don't know how he makes money because he is very liberal throughout this whole movie with dishing out bonuses. Yeah. The first night, he's like, here, take an extra 60 bucks. And uh-huh. then he gets to the second night, like, oh, here, everybody take an extra $100. $100 That's like $700. He's right. dishing out, maybe more. I mean, I guess we don't know exactly how many people went through, but at 10 yeah. bucks a head, I mean, I guess. Yeah, sumo. If you do ten bucks, you only $10 do three ahead. nights. There is not one haunt in America that does three nights. That's it. Yeah, you know. If they do, they're not charging ten dollars. Like to get no, no, that, it'd be like a hundred dollars, yeah. right? For person, right? For and it's in a strip mall of all places. Too. Yeah, it, it does. It does mall. look like it's in like a strip mall it place. It's not a like strip a, mall. It's not any kind of fancy or creepy right. exterior to this place. Right, it's right. Just it's like really a, haunted. Yeah. It's like yeah. next door is like a Jackman's Fabrics or, <laughs> <laughs> or something. Who knows? Hooters is right down the street. Hooters is on the corner. <laughs> so, uh, and Claire tells, uh, and Claire's like, hey, Summer, you have to open the haunt tomorrow. And she's like, she gets pissed. Summer gets all pissed off. She's this like, whole time, Summer's pissed because she doesn't want to work it at all. She wants to go to Vegas and get yeah. married to PJ so that they can have sex outside of their parents' house. Right. Yeah. That's right. like the whole thing. I just want to get married so I don't that have to go to my parents' house. That whole gag got so annoying. Yeah. But. Um. Anyway, she storms off. Uh, Claire out of the blue says, "Hey, Daryl, can you stay with me and help me count the cash? Everyone else leaves for a night." Which is really weird that she asked for his help, but yet he never helps. She doesn't talk to him. No. She's like, yeah, she doesn't say There's a lot of this in this movie, too. These long, drawn-out dialogue scenes, which made me kind of scratch my head. I was like, why are we? Why are you wasting a bunch of time with this and not getting anywhere? But You got to build up the characters. I guess you so. Got bit, she's I guess super so. deep. She's very I feel like deep. you could have done Oh, she that. tries to get real deep. <laughs> she she gets real she deep. She hums. She's creepy humming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not cool. Yeah, I guess let's describe Claire again. Like she is like a terrible guy. She wears all black dresses. She wears long black gloves. She wears black but almost more purplish looking lipstick. Right. And she's got like a single black teardrop on her right eye, like yeah. on her right cheek. <laughs> uh, so definitely yeah. scarred. If you will. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah. Anyway, so she has Daryl stays to supposedly help count cash. Dover touches it, um, and then. So it's kind of pointless. I mean, they kind of talk a little bit, but not much. Um, so the next day, Daryl and Bart are, are, I guess, they are signed like that. They're like the advertising bitches for this right. group. Uh, they're out. They are the ones who always have to go outside and do all the marketing, which is basically just handing out flyers and doing other weird shenanigans stuff. Um, this time, they're dressed up as skeletons, holding a banner alongside the road. And the really the only thing important in this scene is that Daryl starts confessing that he likes Claire. She's like, she's cool, she's free or whatever, but she's dark, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. And, of course, people are throwing, like, bottles and stuff at her, <laughs> uh, which is kind of funny. And they scare pretty easy. They do scare. They scatter real quick. <laughs> yeah, like, the first right. bottle that comes in, we're like, we're out of here. It starts out with a slushy and then a beer bottle, and then like, oh, my God, I got to run. Yeah, we're out of here. Uh, this cut to Summer and PJ now. This is, I guess, day two. Uh, they're at the haunted house. They're getting it ready. Like, you know, one thing, a record thing is the... You always have to fill up the smoke machines. That's the one thing that's always being done, which right. I get. And you have to add the liquid and all that. But that's like the one thing they keep showing is filling up the smoke machines. So they, uh, in the middle of like, they decided to take a break and take a trip to Pound Town. Um, and I was excited. Yep. Only because I thought we were going to get to see Summer's boobs, too. Yep. I was like, all right, boob, too. Boob, too. No yeah. boobs. No boobs. They boobs. come to their senses because uh, during the middle of it, she thinks she hears and or sees something, something. move. Uh, but they don't find anything. So she's like, well, for health is we need to get back to getting things ready. So 
she goes off to leave PJ alone. He's like, they get his shirt, which is a bad idea because you never leave anybody alone. You know that. Of course. Uh, PJ gets bashed over the head by an aluminum baseball bat mm-hmm. um, by someone who's dressed up in PJ's haunted house costume for his character that in the haunted house, which is the scrubs and like the surgeon. Like he's wearing like the gloves, like the little, the mask and like the the hair mm-hmm. net, or, not hair net, but basically your surgeons. But our second kill, Marshall. Yep, coming up. And so Summer. You don't see you don't see the kill yet. You you see him get bashed on the head. Right, and that's right, kind of, right. I apologize. I'm, I'm getting then, ahead of myself. No, it's fine. I, it's cool. I like the excitement, <laughs> the anticipation. So Summer is at the fuse box and she starts hearing the chainsaw. She's like, rah, rah, rah. she's like, PJ, cut it out. PJ, cut it out. And she goes like, stop messing around. Get back to work. So she goes off to find him and she comes upon the surgeon's table in the in that room or the whatever it is. It looks more like a torture rack than a. Surgeon table. Yeah, it's a room with the ghouls. The ghouls, the, yeah, the, right. the, the bleachers or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she finds PJ lying on the table. His stomach's just been completely ripped apart. It's shredded. It's kind of twitching. Yeah, he was. Yeah, you could definitely tell he was twitching. I like that. Yeah. I, first time I saw it, watched it, I was like, I was trying to tell if that was intentional, like twitch, like supposed to twitch, or if it was like him like not doing a good job of being still. Right. Like, uh, I couldn't tell which one it was, but well, I'm going to chalk it with mine. It was. He was the twitch. The I went for the dead, yeah, the freshly right. dead twitch. I thought that too because like you could see him really breathing. Yeah, it's like he wasn't even trying to hold his breath or anything. Yeah, you know? that's what like, I was like, I was going on here. But the foot twitch, I thought was the second time through. You know, cause I had to watch this thing twice. Mm-hmm. To... <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I watched it twice as well. Right. Um, so the killer enters the frame and slashes Summer across, kind of like the collarbone with this. I'm sure there's a medical term for this thing, but it's a tiny curved knife or blade of some kind. It should look to me like like a, like a razor knife. It didn't look like to me that it had any reason to be with like medical tools. Yeah, I it don't. It looks way know. more like a like a. It, it, it's not. It, it's like it's a not roofing a, knife, it, if you will. A, like a, it, you it's know. not a scalpel. Right. It's not um, a bone saw. It's not. A, it's really weird. I, I don't right. know what you like call you're it. Gonna, like, I don't know, like skin a fish or something. It looked like, like, maybe, a, like, it looked like a tool, a like a like yeah. some sort of like a roofing knife to where I'm sure they were thinking, well, this looks like it, it could work. You know, I'm sure we're thinking too deep on it. But. Maybe. But anyway, yeah, so she slashes with it and uh, she tries to run off. She, he slashes her against the back of the leg. She scrambles off. This killer, this is where he picks up the standard, you know, end all be all horror movie weapons, the large kitchen knife. And he falls off after it. Uh, this switches to an exterior shot of the haunted house, and the crowds are formed again. There's people waiting in line. They're chanting, like, scare zone, scare zone. They want to mm-hmm. get in. They're excited. And Summer, go back to Summer, she's zipping down through the maze, trying to get out, and she gets kind of caught up in this, like, hole, trying to get through this hole. And the- It's like plastic... Uh- if you think about a strip mall, they got this black plastic over the window. Oh, I'm not even there yet. This is oh, where I'm she sorry. gets her finger cut off. I'm yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. That, she, it's, it looks like that's it looks like old like Western like salo- saloon doors kind of stuff. It's like closet like doors. She's trying to break yeah, through it. Wood like or something. Like yeah, the, right. She's trying to uh, yeah, break through. Like slats. Right. Thank you. Thanks yeah. of wood. I apologize. And she breaks through there and she's trying to squeeze through. When the character uh, comes up, grabs her hands like. Cuts your finger off. It was so awkward. Did anybody else think that was like really weird and awkward? It was like yeah grabbed her and kind of fumbled with her and slowly boop there goes her finger right. yeah it's like, like i can't agree like if you have like if she's right there and you have why take the why not just stab her yeah like you could just 
kill her just right there. Your finger off, uh-huh. but no, you seriously go with the finger. But I agree with you, sir. That it was it was it's very awkward. awkward. It was awkward. Um, so anyway, Oliver pops us out the front door and tells the crowd, like, "Listen, be patient. We're almost ready to open." I'm gonna burp. So excuse me. Uh, he says, "I'm in the middle of something in here." Is yeah, he's yeah. like, "I'll try to." Get something to entertain you all. And he goes back inside. And the only reason I bring that up is for what? Because it's kind of important what happens. Um, and this is where, we were, where you were talking about, Chris. Right. She gets her way to the front windows, and she's all bloody. And she's, like, banging on the glass. But the glass, like, behind her are, like, these black sheets, like, tarps or something. Right. Like that. It's, like, uh, black plastic. Whatever. Yeah. So it's, like, you can't see him. But she gets past. And the crowd just turns to Caesar. And she's, like, she's like, help, help, help. And they're just, like, watching her. And it's like, they think this is a show. Part of the part show. Of the show. Right. And the killer comes up and stabs her repeatedly into the back through the black tarps. She's smearing blood all over yeah. the window. Coughing up blood. Right. Mouth blood. Mouth blood. More mouth blood. And There's a lot of that. Yeah. Aaron would. Aaron, you need to watch a movie. Right. Shout out to you. Mouth blood. <laughs> um, so the crowd watches it. She's like, just killed. And she just slides down the glass and like rolls, hits around, like rolls out of sight. There's our third kill. So there's Summer's kill. Now, again, thinking this is all part of the show, part of the attraction, the crowd thinks it's crazy. Awesome. They're like, yeah, do it again. Do, <laughs> do it, it again. again. They're shouting. Like, like, these people are insane. <laughs> like, to me, that's kind of like a one and done. They're like, yeah, that's cool. But like, if well, you saw and it, at this, point, at this point, too, we've been, we, as the audience, you know, the people watching the movie, have been through this haunt like three or four times. Yes. And I cannot figure out why the crowd is like so intense with it because it really doesn't look that great i mean it doesn't look bad but i'm like really you yeah. know like not yeah. like the darkness i guess or anything you know i mean like it's... shout out to the darkness oh, okay darkness. <laughs> um so yeah anyway so the killer at this point this is kind of kind of cool what happens here at least i thought it was kind of neat uh he wraps up the bodies of summer and pj in plastic sheeting and then hangs them in the hallways of the haunted house itself and it makes it look like the bodies are part of the attraction they're just like these buys and bloody bags. And like the when we went through, through, when we did the, when Oliver did the original walkthrough, he made a point, like when they went through that hallway, that there was already body, like body yeah. bags hanging there. Yes, and he's were. like, I got the, I got the AC cranked up in here. It's like, it's a freezer, you know? So yeah, everybody was like walking right, through, like that. rubbing their arms, you know, like it was cold in there. Yeah. So it did make sense to hang them there. Yeah. You know, I, I thought it was a cool, kind of right, cool idea. Right. I liked it. I liked it too. Uh, again, more scenes of the crowd having fun outside. Um, Spider comes out and they, you know, again, kind of paraphrasing some of this. Basically, there's three guys who are smoking weed. His spider's like, no smoking, no drinking, no eating, right. blah, blah, blah. He sm- finds the guy smoking weed. He's like, get out of here. Mm-hmm. And so, be, you know, I'm that's really cutting it down, but they basically kick these three guys Ooh, out. There was also boob paint. Yep. Oh, yeah. Because it was another montage. Kind of, yes. It was a tiny montage. Very tiny. Like, of the very, people yeah, with the people uh-huh. outside. And yeah. you did see boobs painted. And the Mexican guys took over for PJ and Oh, I remember because... talking yep. about the Mexican guys. I totally forgot about them. Oh, but uh, let's talk about boob paint first. Okay. <laughs> okay. Boob paint. paint is, yeah, there's three girls. I can't, like, the people are like obsessive over this haunted house. Right, yeah. Like, I've never seen fans like go crazy over this. I'm curious what happened the first two years. Because yeah. we're like, on the third this year. Kind of, right. They get the, the, yeah, how yeah. they get the fan base. Uh, but yeah, so these three girls, like Flash, Daryl, who is in this giant, he kind of looks like the ghost of Christmas Future from Scrooge. Scrooge, yeah. yes. And uh, so they, these three girls lift up their shirt and Flash Daryl in this costume, 
And like their whole chest and torso is, is airbrush paint. So you don't see right. anything. Right. It's just kind of fun airbrush paint artwork. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Mexicans. Let's talk about the. I totally forgot about the Mexicans. Oh man, they they cracked me up the entire movie, because uh, yeah, they would talk kind of in English, but then they would say things in Spanish, like pretty much calling Oliver a dumbass. Yeah, and, and things like that, which is one of my biggest fears, because I always feel like, and I'm not trying to be, <laughs> anyway. But you know, I do a lot of construction work. It's my job. So you see guys and they're like talking Spanish or anything. Like, you talking about me? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, but they are totally talking about him and ripping on him, and and the comic relief in that part is uh, pretty funny. But the yeah, the Mexicans take over for Summer and PJ in the in the uh, uh, in the medical room. Right, right, right. In the medical room, yeah. Which is funny because they're not we get real a little Mexican booty. We see like a booty. yeah. You see yeah, some Mexican yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bart right. Bart has to you know handle the Mexican booty. I think that's Jesus. 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 Yeah, I, I Oliver calls him. Weird. Oliver calls him Jesus the yeah, whole time. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, yeah the Mexicans were, were kind of funny. Um, so where are we at? Oh yeah. So once the the smoker, the weed smokers are kicked out, they open the haunt up again and get more shots, more scenes of people going through the haunt. It's repetitive at this point, mm-hmm. right? Uh, we do see the geek group again. They they're coming through, mm-hmm. and they're, they they're just when they're coming through the uh, the medical room. And they're pointing out the lead geek, the redheaded, uh-huh. is pointing out everything that's wrong. Like, there's supposed to be somebody here. These two guys aren't supposed to be. They're supposed to be a girl, not right. these two Mexicans. And this, right. this, and this. they just point out everything as they walk through, um, or as change. And yeah. So anyway, night two comes to an end. The group's back in the gift shop. They're drinking their beer, celebrating the best night two in the haunt's history. Wow. That's why. Oliver Gans is getting loose with the cash. Yeah. He's like just making it rain on everybody. (laughs) Just throwing out Benjamins everywhere. Extra hundred for everyone. You just got to make stupid money on this. Yeah. So Spider mentions that the only way it could have been better is if they were actually killing people. And Oliver's like, ha ha, that would really pack them in. And then Claire's like, oh, Darkmoor's like, it really would. Like it's so they're trying right. stuff like the okay like who's doing well, it. I thought right. they did a good job through this like throwing us off as to who the actual killer. Yeah, they really make you think that it's all like they really try to make you think that it's all. But then like, again, earlier that scene Claire where he pops too. out, right, right, right. Like here's something that you'll really enjoy, kind of a thing. <laughs> Thanks, Mister Peabody. Yeah, right, they, right. Ah, right. <laughs> stabbing. So. You know, I, you know, they kind of alluded uh-huh. to that, which made me immediately think no, that it I, wasn't. I, that point. I didn't even think that, but when he picks up, sticks his head, I was like, "I'll get uh-huh. some entertain you," and then she dies. And then immediately, right, right, right. you're right. Like, how did He's he like, "I'm in the middle of something there? right here." I didn't think about. It. I mean, that's a good right. point, but at the same time, I didn't think about it because it's like there's no way he looks physics crazy. would allow for him to get that fa- well, to get right. there that fast. Right, right. Um, he looks a well, little nuts. Right. I don't know, but but still, that's a good. Other people might have thought that that's it could have been intentional, so that's pretty good. So yeah, gives him a hundred dollars. He says, "I need two people to stay behind to help repair a wall." It'll take like ten minutes. No, he's like, "Fine, I'll throw another twenty bucks for whoever stays." And like Jake and Bart volunteer because uh, Bart is hard up for money. Yeah, if you're that hard up, dude, go find a real job. Uh, Daryl chats up Claire again while she's counting the till, and yeah, he offers to help her this time. He's like, "Hey, can I hang out with you?" Yeah, and uh, so. This is where it. This is where she gets really, oh really Deep. weird. <laughs> oh, oh it gets so weird here. She she gets super goth and morose, and she tells Daryl about the time she saw a real dead body, and you get the flashback scene of her childhood, where she stumbles across like the aftermath 
of a fatal car crash where like she finds the dead the driver dead in the front seat and i was that actually was the one point in the movie that actually kind of startled me because the rest of the movie it's not that scary it's fun but it's not that scary but she's looking through the thing and then like the, the windows and also the 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 body just kind of falls into frame and like matches on the uh steering wheel i think the horn honks or something like that yeah that i wasn't ready for it like it wasn't that scary but it's yeah, like when the body like yeah i just wasn't expecting, like oh, right. oh okay there it is and then she's like but then she's like but then there's this young boy who got thrown from oh, the vehicle God. and she goes and she like finds this dead blonde boy who's like probably like six seven years old i don't know I'm bad it was ages. her it was the same age he was the same age as me oh. with blonde hair just like her just yeah. like mine yeah oh, she uh, yeah so yeah when the blonde thing blonde comes hair. in yeah that comes <laughs> in next um and she's like i touched dead boy's hair and i touched his lips, lips and it's yeah. like she gets fucking weird really man. weird <laughs> really weird then a car came down the street and ruined right. our ruined moment more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, so this, and you think that's where this is where she gets even weirder because this is like this is not verbatim, but it's I try to write this down as close to how she says. She's like, Daryl, I think you're a nice guy. Don't force yourself or or guilt them. <laughs> pretty little blonde, come here, pretty little blonde. Bring your red lips over here. No, black lips, black hair. I'm dead. I'm not your pretty little plaything anymore. And it, that's, that's what she starts modeling. I'm like, oh, Good. what the fuck is going on? She's having a molester flashback. And then I'm, she is. And immediately I'm, <clears throat> I'm thinking about Daryl. Like, you're still in on this? Yeah. yeah. Right. Daryl's like, really? still there. He's still Why are you not it. slowly backing up and he, like I would. <laughs> for the door? <laughs> right, but he had to say, maybe he's kind of doing like the kids like looking around like, <laughs> what the fuck, fuck is going, is going on? on? He does have an awkward look on his face. And then she like, she's, there's like, the only way I can see through the haze of this pain is through pain. Like, I've never let anyone watch me before, but I like you, Daryl. The pleasure of pain. Yeah. So she pulls off her long black gloves here, and she reveals her forearms, which are just covered in scars, scars. from self-cutting. And I told she, you she was scarred. Ah, <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> and so she pulls out this razor blade. She like, heats it over a candle flame, and she starts <laughs> cutting herself with it. And she's like, and she's like, gets off on this. She's right. Like, she's like, Oh, oh man! I mean, she's like, it's like she's wow. like, I've never let anyone see me cut before. Yeah, ever. <laughs> well, and at this point, then I'm thinking, well, maybe Claire is the killer. Like again, I feel like they did a great job of like throwing you off the actual killer's path. You know, I don't know. Like, to me, I never thought Claire because Claire was just way too obvious. Well, but she made a uh, true. But she made a point about saying how uh, the physical, like almost saying like sex was like death. You know, well, so she that, said Summer and PJ, and PJ and, are dead. Yeah, yeah PJ and Summer are just dead. Oh, yeah, because there is no relationship. If it's just right. sex, the relationship's dead. Right. So that's basically what it was. Right. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it gets really weird. dark. She's really weird. Dark, yeah. uh, but that, that's, that scene's broken up with the sound of screaming coming from um, back in the haunted house. And Daryl runs off to see what happened. And Claire then, like, licks the blood off of her fresh, <laughs> like, oh, from her cut, just, like, licks it off of her. And uh, and it cuts to Bart, who now has he's got a nail through his forearm from like a pneumonic, uh, pneumatic, pneumonic, pneumatic, Thank pneumatic, uh, nail gun, and I don't know. I I have one theory on this that kind of bothered me. I could be completely wrong because you don't see it go in, right. but the way it was in, like maybe look like it should have gone in the other way. Like I don't know if like if he's holding something up, right. hold it, yeah. it should have gone in like that yeah. way, but it's. I don't know. It looked it looked like it should have been sticking it out the other like, way. It was like like the nail was coming out 
Yeah, the, rock. the top of his arm. Yeah. Or, yeah. But it looked like it should have been, like, it should have gone in through the top. Yeah, we don't know exactly what they Especially were. Especially because the guy with the gun, <laughs> it's not, because it, if Jake. he would have shot himself right. with the gun, it would have been made right. sense. But somebody else had yes. the gun. Yes. So if he was holding something up on the wall and it went through. Well, then again, that's why you I don't think take, that's an uh, oversight you know, by the filmmakers. You don't take, uh, you know, rookies into the field, I guess. I guess yeah. that's right. Uh, but it's a minor nitpick, but it's just something I know. Why were the Mexican guys not the fixing the scene? That's right. Why weren't they? I mean, they were they fixing might have everything left, else. Right? They left. They were like, he's cheap. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. that's right. They that's were right. pissed. Yeah. Hey, how can you say he's cheap? Because he just gave you a hundred dollars to everybody. Gave you a hundred bucks. I I would take that. Yeah. Like that guy's not cheap. He's Jesus. Come on, Jesus. Seriously. So anyway, not much really happens at this point. They take Bart to the hospital. We're moving on. Um, later that night, the three pot smokers that got kicked out of the line, they break into scare zone and they just begin trashing the gift Tagging shop. The place, right? They have spray paint cans and they're smashing the display cases. Checking out the masks. Yeah. Trying to get in the till, the whole thing. Uh, one of them runs off by himself, which they standard. always do. Standard for standard fair. Right. Uh, he starts, he's spray painting the walls and he comes to the live at and he looks now. We want to be having said like, to get to the live vet. It's like this big thing, and there's like a little step ladder like a deep that leads freeze. up to it. It's like an old deep freezer, if you will. Yeah, you it's know, huge it's like, though. It's not yeah. something you can just walk up to and look over. It's, right, you right, have right. to like climb this little ladder, step up to it. So he steps up and looks into it, and the killer comes up from behind and just grabs him by the ankles and flips him into the vat. Um, the killer, who is now wearing a clown mask, which I was like, Jesus Christ, Why I have had my fill Why? of clowns. The clowns, people. <laughs> I have yes, so more upset. clowns for Marshall. And my wife here despises oh, God, clowns. The clowns. Which it we kind of talked about. Yeah, we did talk about yeah. that. Yeah. Like, I don't have a fear of clowns, but now I'm just sick of that. <laughs> right. After, after doing killer clowns from outer space, <laughs> then doing the house is October, which is all fucking uh, clowns. God, and now clowns. another, like, God, I can't take clowns. Killer clowns are one of my favorite movies. So. Yeah. I'm saying it's a good, yeah, we, we accept it's a good movie, yeah. but I just, I'm just tired of clowns. Anyway, I understand. So the clown pulls out this glass jar and starts, it's basically acid. He starts pouring acid onto this, the smoker, smoker one, I call him. Uh, I call him douche. Douche one. Douchebag number one. Um, he screams. The other two are like, whatever. He's messing with them. Or, oh, I see it because there's a scene where he does run off, fakes the scream. They come in and he's faking it. Right. So the second time he screams, they're like, oh, well, he's fake again. Fuck him. Ignore him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're walk- the, the other two are walking through the house, and they're coming up to – they're about to find Tyler's severed head on that shelf. They're getting to the, right to that point, and right before they get to it, this, the other guy screams louder uh-huh. and longer again. So they're like, oh, fine. Let's go find him. So they go off to find him. So the head is still remains undiscovered. They were actually at the toilet bowls. Yeah, I was going to say really quickly, can we go back to the toilet bowls? Because we okay, haven't talked about yeah, that. Talk about the toilet bowls. The toilet in bowls. this room, and I don't understand why. I don't know what room, room it's in. It's, it's an like old room or what. two weird toilet bowls full of nasty shit. They, like they, they make it, yeah, it sounds like that it actually smells like shit Yeah, that somebody actually yeah. like shit. And the toilet's like broken and overflowing and yeah. clogged. And right. Na- and even like a bubbling effect. It's like a fish tank bubbler. It's like a bubble. And according to Oliver, it's his own special recipe. Yeah. Which is, what? But which probably just they make shit. It's probably just Oliver it. just shitting yeah. in a bucket for three weeks. <laughs> they <laughs> make comments about it throughout the, the whole, whole movie. Time. Like, how do you think he gets it to smell like that? You yeah. know? Like, and they make the comment. Yeah. And then they're like leaning over into the toilet. The right two, into, The yeah. two other smokers. They're like <laughs> looking down into the toilet like. It's not real. Is that real? That's not real. Yeah. I remember the first time I saw like it's like when they're doing the walkthrough at the very beginning with all the new guys. They show it. I'm like. 
But when they dog. show something like that specific, you know, and they focus, I'm like, there's gotta be, be some, something. Something's gonna come right. back to this, but nothing really does. No. Nothing comes of it. No, it's just there. Which I was surprised too. It's, as many times, like you think maybe somebody's getting drowned in it, right. or you know, something. Yes, that would have oh, been, been good. That would have been cool. That been good. Yeah, death by drowning and shit. That'd be awful. <laughs> oh, oh. But that might have been my favorite kill of the week. Yeah, that might have been that one. Yeah, yeah, you missed an opportunity there, Scarezone. <laughs> yeah, you sure did. Um, anyway, so the light. Uh, the, the, oh, the Asian stoner, the one who uh, he got spray painted before. By the, he's like, you know what? This is bullshit. I'm out here. He's like, this is stupid. You know what? I have the car keys. I'm gone. And he's like, Fuck I don't care about you guys. Yeah. I'm out of here. I know. Some I friend. He, he called yeah, him no kiss ants or something. Yeah, he's like, like I don't kiss care about ants. Like, <laughs> Fuck what? you guys. I'm out. Yeah. So he just ups and leaves. Smartest Smart thing he did. <laughs> yeah, right. So, and it's actually one of those things where he actually left and was fine. Uh-huh. Like, it's not like, oh, he went off by himself. He's, you know, he, he leaves. He's fine. You never you, see him again. You never see him again. Never, never hear again. from him. So. so, lesson learned. Smart move. <laughs> so, anyway, the killer now comes up behind. Smoker number two. Well, did we? I guess we covered. Yeah, that the the guy in the. Okay, so he got. Oh, he, he gets dumped with ass, and he's just yeah. burning, he's make a melted marshmallow. Yeah, which nasty, is number yeah. four, Marshall. We're yeah. up to four. Uh, I mean, the makeup effects on that were pretty good. I I enjoyed that one. Yeah, it was that pretty was nice. Good it was yeah. good effects for. I mean, for the the quality of the film. I mean, nothing right. fancy. Budget's not that. You know, it's pretty low budget, but the effects on that were pretty good for what mm-hmm. it was. Agreed. I was impressed. It, it looked fine. It looked good. Um. So yeah, killer killer comes up behind smoker number two now in the strobe light room, which is featured in the, in before, and he just comes up and just simple death, just hacks him a yep. bunch of times in the back with the axe. Yep. Again, there's that real axe. The if it would have been a plastic axe. axe, this might not have happened. Mistakes <laughs> were made. But the plastic axe is way more <laughs> expensive. Really expensive. Mistakes were made. We learned. Let's move on. <laughs> Next time, Oliver is going to know no real accent. Okay. Moving on. Underline that one. Um, So, yeah, and the body gets dragged off, leaving a blood trail. Cut to the next day at Bart's house. Daryl shows up. Daryl shows up with flowers to see Bart, who is really playing up his injury. He's Mm -hmm. hamming it up and milking it for all it's worth. At his mom's house. We meet Barry's slutty mom. Who obviously just got done banging the plumber. Mama was a hoe. Mama, Mama <laughs> is a hoe. <laughs> uh, so, but so Daryl brings over these flowers with a tag on, giant tag. Not just a tag; it's a giant card that reads "Get well from the pits of hell, scare zone." Which <laughs> they're lilies too, aren't they? Yeah, they're they like big lilies. white lilies. Yeah. Not like just like a little bouquet of right. like, lilies. Like what? Is, what? Oh, no. <laughs> which begs me to ask the question: Like how? Often does this place have to send out get well flowers and cards that Good they have question. their own custom made cards? Right. I mean, it's not like you go to Florida, like the little thing you get uh-huh. the county kind of floors. Oh, get well. well let's see, Marshall. Uh, real axes. Yeah, real axes. Uh, real chainsaws. Yeah. That have the chain still attached. Yeah. Okay. Um, Maybe they sell them in the gift shop. Maybe they like, get well yeah. some cards. Yeah, yeah. you know we don't see them. Oh. Maybe, maybe, maybe. They're trying to make money. But I mean, these things are like they're like eight by ten. Yeah, they're cards. really they're big. Huge. They're like really a little big. tag. They're giant. Not be standard post. And they're like they're black and orange and they have graphic uh-huh. designs. So, I mean, these are like seriously custom made from a print shop. Right. So it's like I just made one. Like, how many of these things are they doing this? How often <laughs> are they sending out cards? <laughs> get well on them. <laughs> Probably often. So anyway, Daryl gets finally gets barred up, and. um they go help with today's marketing scheme, which is basically just consists of them wearing trench coats with 
only their boxers <laughs> and a, somewhat of like a fanny pack with flyers sticking out of it. But you don't see that until you don't they, see that till the end. They look like flashers. Yeah, they look and like they're in the park, flashing everybody. They're in the park, like flashing. But they're wearing everybody. the crazy like clear mask yeah. that has like the the face, Chinaman face, the Chinaman face over it, which is terrifying. Sorry, I mean, Chinaman is not the preferred nomenclature. It's picture. not the right. No, I don't think they're all Asian. Centric mask. I, my parents. Yeah. I remember as a kid, my parents had two of those, and they're how? And those were freaky. They weren't. They didn't look Asian at all. But yeah, they were very. Right. They're pretty. Scary. Yeah, they are kind of creepy. Yeah. Which for <laughs> us, like, oh. uh, so yeah, he's wearing. They're wearing. Each one is wearing those. And uh, so anyway, yeah, they're flashing everybody, flashing everybody, and you find out at the end that when they flash, the camera finally pans around because one girl kind of leans in and it kind of like bends over at his waist. Right, and you see her reach girls, out right. like into his crotch, and mm-hmm. it pans around and says, and. It's, Paint on their chest says uh, take, one. "Take one" with an arrow pointing on to the, the flyer sticking out of this fanny pack mm-hmm. like, in front of the crotch. It's worth mentioning though that was another montage. It was like it was montage. another was mini another montage, montage of them being beaten by purses of another old ladies yep. and uh, you know yeah. scaring people. Montage. Another montage. So Link that's like I think we're up to five. Yeah, I th- yeah I'm gonna say that's yeah. four or five now from the montage count. Um, okay. So we're back to the scare zone, and Spider is. Filling up the fog machines. That's the go-to. Uh, it's his turn to open. He's filling up the fog machines. Uh, Jake shows up to help. Uh, Inspires like he, he gives him like this laundry list of things to do. I mean, it's it's almost kind of like do this, do this, do this, 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 this. Mm-hmm. But I gotta go because I gotta go meet appointment. He's like, "What's your appointment?" Right. I have to go meet my my, my parole officer. Parole officer. <laughs> yeah, sir. Parole of course, officer. Right? The one black guy's gotta be wah, on parole. <laughs> so. But this way, at this point, I thought that he was in on the killing somehow because he always seemed to have these appointments throughout the entire movie. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, it's always in the back of my head, like, he's got to be involved in this somehow. You know, the the veteran uh, mm. guy that works there, you know? and hmm. but, Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, that was my thought going into mm. it. Mm. Good thought. So, Spider, on his way out, he sees the trail of blood left by stoner number two, and he follows it into... What turned out to be a fake wall, a wall that turned, and he's like, right, right. He finds this hidden room. Which... Yeah, he pushes on it and it opens up. And this fake room is in the mortician room with the, right. the bleachers on it. Everything happens in this like one room, uh-huh. and it's a brick wall that opens up. It's in like the back cave of haunted houses or something like that. Which is weird that all these people working here for three years did not realize that. There was I was going to bring room. that up, like, especially Oliver. I can get the workers, but like. Oliver, is this supposed to be the guy who's supposed to have designed it and built it? Like, right. How does he not know there's a fucking hidden I room know. in his building? Exactly. <laughs> he would know that. Oh, like, okay, here we go. Um, well, yeah. Well, I guess if you, if, if you, at this point, if you think Oliver's the killer, then that would make sense. But spoilers, right. Oliver right. is not the killer. Yeah. Uh, but so that's why I thought, like, how would he? How do you people not know this room exists? <laughs> Well, but it opens up some potential creepiness. Like when the when the it opens, you think, okay, p- now we're getting somewhere yeah. serious. Yeah. You and see technically, that. I guess you really don't know that, clay, that, you, that Oliver's not the guy. Yeah, yet. at this point, you don't. There's right. some crazy psycho but, killer stuff in this. Yeah, you know, Spider opens up this fake wall and walks into this room, and then it's oh, it's like Buffalo Bill's, like yeah. Oh, yeah. like his den or something. Like the, I mean, the, like, the Claire the, shrine. Like you realize that like everywhere. Claire is the the focus. Of the, the, the obsession, right? Yes, right. Um, so it's dirty, it's creepy looking. There's some kind of like spray painted symbol on the, on the floor. floor. It's not a pentagram, or it's just some random symbol. Multiple pictures of Claire that like and candles. He, he, and... he puts in to like create a giant Claire face. Yes, it's it's, it's creepy. It's well done, but it's, you know, yeah, yeah, it yeah, looks, yeah. It's, it's pretty well done. 
So and Spider, gets Spider he the finds the body of Smoker Two, the one who was cured by the axe. Right. He's pro- He's kind of like hanging by chain. By he's like got chains on his wrist. He's hanging from the ceiling like, by his wrist, and he's got a black dress draped over him. He's not wearing it. It's just like the it's on the hanger, and he's kind of draped it over him. Like I guess girls do when they want to see something in the mirror, just kind of draped mm-hmm. over themselves. Sarah, is that is that true? Is that a- I guess I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't speak for all ladies. I can't. <laughs> all right, uh, okay. Well, maybe I'm wrong with that. But anyway, there's, he's a, got a black dress draped on him. Yes. And this mask—it's a white mask with black lips and a black teardrop on mm. his face, which mm. you do see Claire holding one earlier in the movie because right. she holds yeah. it up to her face yes. and looks at like because it it, huh. it looks like Claire. Exactly. So you can tell the killer is trying to make this guy look like Claire, dress right. her up like Claire. Okay. Um. So, but the smoker is actually still alive for a minute because he kind of coughs, like, and then which freaks Spider out. He stumbles back. He falls into like this chair, which has another body in it. Yeah, this time, body it, is that? Does yeah, that's why I don't know. I'm wondering if it's Tyler's because when he bumps it, the head comes off. And so far, the only person we've it seen lost the head. Like, lost it was Tyler. But at the same time, it confuses me because Tyler's head has already been shown out right. of the shell. So whose head is that? There's two. Uh, there's two bodies in this room. Yes. One is hanging mm-hmm. with the pig face on. No, the one, the one in the chair had the pig face. That, that like the saw. Yeah, like you see the saw movies. Okay, yeah, he has the pig face. He's the one that lo- his head rolls off. Rolls Wasn't off. there one hang? I thought the guy hanging. No, that's the one that had the white mask that looked like Claire oh, okay. with the black dress. Okay. The black dress. Apparently, I watched it twice and still didn't. Uh... So anyway, it serves as a mystery <laughs> behind. I think it's Tyler because it looked like the clothes Tyler was wearing when he showed up. But it was probably being Tyler. the f- head. Me Either they might have made a mistake in continuity because the head well, was you so too in the, the gift shop. Um, they got those foam heads with the masks on them. I maybe guess he could have stuck a fake head on there. Oh, right. he could have yeah. done that, yeah. Yeah, or maybe maybe there was a, a fake severed head in the place where Tyler's real head was, and he just maybe who knows? Maybe yeah. we shouldn't look <laughs> too deeply into this. Spider who freaks knows? out, <laughs> yeah, yeah, spider freaks out. Uh, <clears throat> but this time, a man dressed in Daryl's costume. Shows up and tasers Spider. So the killer likes to dress up in the people's costumes of the haunted house. That's mm-hmm. been established. And then he oh. hits him as softly as he can. Yeah. <laughs> he bat. picks up the aluminum bat and just like, it's, oh, it's so weird. It's, yeah, it does. He doesn't bash him with it. It's just kind of like a little, it looks like he's putting at a miniature golf course. Uh, I was thinking croquet. That's what I was thinking croquet. Yeah, croquet. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Rope, croquet. Yeah, any of that. That's kind of what it looks like. So now we. It cuts away to a year-round Christmas store in your in the local mall. Which at this point, this is probably the scariest part of the movie. <laughs> yes, for me. it is. I yeah. hate. I'm sorry. I can't stand Christmas most of the time, and well, the fact that it like as soon as Halloween's over, it's Christmas. The fact that there is a store in a mall, which is what it appeared to me. Yeah, it's a mall. that is year-round Christmas shit. Yep. Terrifying. Oh, it is terrifying. But the sad thing is, I've, I, these places exist. I've actually, Seriously? I, yeah, I've, I've never actually heard of one. They do, like in Branson. Yeah, there really? is, yeah, there's some like not that far away from here. Like, they really exist. It sucks. It's, it, all right, it's, it's terrifying. Um, so, uh, Daryl shows up looking for Claire, saying that he's Claire's brother. Brother, right. And Daryl, or Claire use, basically uses Daryl to get off of work early. Right. Because as soon as she shows up and finds Claire, she's like, because she works. thrusts a note into yeah. his hands and then immediately rips it out of his hand, saying, and fake reason, like, oh my God, our mom is sick. Uh-huh. I have to go. So she basically uses this guy as like her. 
And the owner comes Excuse. over, sweetie, your mom died. Yeah. Oh, our, my, my mom. My mom, my grandma. <laughs> we, we called her mom or something. Because so. she works in the gift wrap department of a year-round Christmas store. Yes. And there is nothing to do. I would want to get the fuck out of there, too. I would agree, yeah. I would want to blow my brains out, actually. I mean, Not even just working the store, right? The gift wrapping station. Right. <laughs> you have nothing to do all day long. Oh, that's so that would be the most... Oh, boy, it would be easy money, though. I mean, it's uh, easy, easy but money. Yeah, but, dude. Uh, oh, my God. So, basically, they get out, and it's now we get to this driving scene. Another and, long, drawn-out, yeah, flare scene. And they just chit-chat and talk and the only thing of points i'm gonna bring up here is that claire whips out this handgun from her bag sexy sadie yeah and so it, it, that comes back done? later uh so she, she it just establishes the fact that she carries a handgun i mean that's what she calls it though sexy sadie, sexy yeah, sadie. That's sexy sadie. and of course being claire being super goth they drive to a cemetery uh at the cemetery we the Again, more meaningless chit-chat. But mm. the groundskeeper, the old man, he spots another guy in a black hoodie spying on Claire and Daryl through binoculars, hiding behind a large tombstone grave marker. And the groundskeeper confronts him. He's like, hey, what are you doing here? And the mystery man turns around, and he, the groundskeeper just gets raked across the face with a rake. Awesome. <laughs> just slashes him like Wolverine style. He gets raked. raked. With, and it's like, like not like the, the many prong like kind of plastically rake. It's like an old fashioned like five. It's like four, a rock. Uh, it's old metal rake. Yeah, old fashioned one. Um, so Claire takes Daryl to her aunt's grave, and I kind of tuned out this whole conversation about why she liked mm-hmm. her aunt or whatever. I didn't really because care. again, it's long, it's drawn out. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's not pertinent ugh. to the story whatsoever. The only, really. again, the only thing that comes from the conversation. Is something about a snow globe Claire had when she was a kid that got mm-hmm. smashed. Like her, her aunt mother, smashed right. it, or mom no. smashed somebody. Her, her her aunt gave it to her, and her mom used it to taunt her with, and then ended okay. up breaking That's it. Smashed. So okay. basically, mom was a bitch. Yeah, the aunt was the one mother figure in her life that was actually worth. Who dies of some kind of cancer? <clears throat> right. She died of cancer. Uh, so yeah, the, the only part of the thing you need calculation is the snow globe. Uh, but through this whole conversation, you just, they keep splicing shots of this poor old groundskeeper just getting destroyed right. by this the killer and this rake. That's uh, our sixth kill, by the way, like, Marshall. That was a pretty good kill. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of it's probably the most brutal yeah. kill because it's just this old helpless man right. just getting destroyed <laughs> by this rake. I mean, it he's, goes on for a minute yeah. too, like because they keep going back to back the boring forth, conversation. Then it's yeah. like slash 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 back to the boring. Um, so. <laughs> they uh uh it's so brutal and finally he got he gets slashed across the face he gets like stabbed in the side with it and then he gets strangled for a minute with a belt and then he gets what was it like the the oh he gets get the axe right into the head not the axe the rake he gets the rake and, right. yeah. nailed it into the, yeah, yeah, the top yeah. of his and then you just see like the weird twitching yeah. more twitching it's... I felt like he was doing like a shimmy like the director was like okay just shimmy <laughs> just shake. shimmy just shimmy, shimmy it and shake yeah. <laughs> so uh, after the old man's dead the, the hooded man just watches Claire and Daryl get back in the car and drive off well at this point though like Daryl's like trying to play a psychologist and tell uh, oh, yeah. Claire that she's better than this and like 
you need to you, you need to quit DNA. cutting yourself and like this and that. Yeah, and he, like, he does say, Yeah, he's like, you he's can be goth and dark all fog, you want, right? But, but just stop hurting yourself. Oh, Get a tattoo and it's have somebody so, else do it professionally or something like it's that. So good. Yeah. Uh, More '90s montage. <laughs> So, yeah, the third and final night of Scare Zone. Oliver is freaking out because half of his staff is now gone. They're all, um, or killed, basically. Um, he's, he says Oliver's going to cover Spider at the front door. So Daryl has to fill in for Oliver as the pumpkin carver. And then Oliver shows Daryl how to start and work Bloody Molly, you know, mm-hmm. which somewhat comes in later. Um Oliver goes and opens the front door, and of course, the first people in line are the geek geeks. group. So the geeks show up again. Do we see a pattern? And can, I, can I go back really yeah, quickly? Of course. Did you all find it really funny that Spider got really pissed that the guys were smoking weed in the parking lot? But when we go back to the parking lot, there are people beer bonging yeah. out of those <laughs> yeah. beer bongs that right. look like the, the skull, skull with the bones. <laughs> like people are beer bonging in the parking lot. I was like, so you can't smoke weed, but you can do beer bongs well, in I guess the parking they, lot? Like what? It's for, it's, it's Florida. I guess that's not so illegal. Maybe it's not legal in Florida for smoke. Yeah, maybe. But if they're, if they're over 21, they Either can drink. But you're right. Now, know, on a commercial like, property, yeah. you would think they wouldn't allow people <laughs> yeah. drunk no, to go into the, the I don't want to lose my job, but beer bongs, that's beer cool. Beer bongs, that's cool. That's you're cool. totally cool. right. I totally yeah, I, I, I completely I put that overlooked that. It's so nice. right. All right. Thank uh, you for bringing in the woman. <laughs> beer bongs. Great observation. So, yeah. So, people rush inside. More montage of people going through. And more shenanigans and all that shit. And it's the final night, so I feel like the montage was really like, it kind of showed how far the rookies have come. You know, it showed like the vampire, like really scaring people. And like everybody was really doing a good job. The slutty vampire. Yeah, the slutty vampire. The slutty vampire. So it's really surprisingly, like most of the Tracy, Margot, like really small roles, like they they, they disappeared. They're, They're the beginning, and then they like, a good 45, 50 minutes of this movie, they're just, they, they're not there. Which until does the end. not compute with the horror movie no. themes, it if you will. You know. Yep. Yeah, Moving there's on. a few, yeah, it doesn't follow the, the right. chain. Uh, so, anyway, the, the camera at this point, it's again in the medical room, and it pans, it's like an uh, aerial shot, and it pans from like the, the bleachers and the medical examiner over the wall into the secret back cave room where Spider is laying on the floor. He's in. He's laying in the middle of that the symbol painted on the ground, and the killer wearing Daryl's costume is like uh, circling him or just I don't know, walking around, stalking, stalking him. Yeah, Spider pops up and they struggle for a bit, and out in front of the scare zone, Oliver's taking money from customers. As Bart races, like, dude, I gotta drop a deuce. I gotta go. <laughs> he does make some shit jokes. Yeah, what about the poop jokes? I gotta, like, I gotta, I gotta drop a deuce or pinch a loaf. I gotta drop I the kids off the, the kids pool. Out. I gotta drop the kids off at the pool. Yeah, I understand the significance. Which, well, well, I'm it, it shows jokes, that Bart but... is not is not in the. He's not. At he's not there anymore. Yeah. I see. I see. Um, it was pretty funny. I, I did like the. the and then jokes. the hot door girl who we've seen before. She's kind of this Amber. Amber, who is this big just eye candy, who opens does the like. "Quote unquote official formal unlocking of the haunted house." Um, she leaves to go back to her job at the strip club. Right. They make constant reference that she's just a stripper. Right. Um, so a group of honkers are walking past the fake wall that leads to the back cave, and Spider kind of opens. Which I believe up. were the, the the same girls that that picked the uh, 
the flyers from were the, they? The I, at that point, I, well, I didn't I think see that. Were. It could have been, but I toyed wasn't yeah. paying attention to that. The extras. Yeah, um, right. Exactly. The spider kind of pops open. He got pops open the door, yeah. and he's trying to get out because he's fighting with uh, the killer. Like, and of course, the customers think it's part of the scare. They, they see yeah. this guy pop out, and like ah, spider and they creates run a new off, scene. Yeah. And spider gets pulled back inside, and the door closes, and they spider and the killer fighting some more. And during the struggle, the door kind of swings open by itself. It just kind of oh. opens up. Here like are the, the girls. girls. Yeah, there's yeah. the, the girls. Girl. The girls open. Right, yeah. Sorry, yeah, and the girls see the door. I'm like, oh, let's go in here. So they, a group of girls go into the hidden room just in time to see the killer bash Spire's yeah, head spider. in with the metal bat, yeah. killing him. So that is where Spire finally gets killed. I'm Number pretty seven. surprised, too, that Spider, as a muscular man, like, yeah. he's pretty muscular, that he didn't have a little bit more, <laughs> right. like... A fight in him? Yeah, fight yeah. in him. Like, I he was just so, kind of like, oh, like that either, one I mean, he either. got hit in the head. He did get tased. Come on, he had That's the cornrows. Yeah. But he, he, he the, the guns out tough. the entire time with the it's sleeveless shirts. He had tattoos. Right? Which looked drawn on, but whatever. I I wanted to see this guy, like, something else, like, are those real? Because they look kind of fake. They look drawn on. They look kind of fake. <laughs> yeah, um, but actually, I have a I have kind of a comment on what you just said. I'll come back to it okay. in the end. But uh, if I, if I remember. So anyway, yeah, the girls see him get bashed over the head. They scream, and the killer looks up and chases the girls out of the room, closing the door behind him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, everybody's thinking this is just all part of the, the attraction. The killer goes and grabs the axe again, the real right. axe. He opens the <laughs> secret door and walks out Thanks into scare zone. And here he goes in a tear. And a few people like who see him walk out, like, oh my god, he's just not, and they run off. So mm-hmm. he's not targeting the extras in the house. He's not. He's not killing any people, the paying customers. That's. Uh, but yeah, he just starts going stalking through. And, um, and this is what I'm saying. The killer at this point just does not give a shit because no. he's like, "Fuck it, I'm I'm coming out of the closet." Or, but just out of the hidden room. We're done. But it's it's Halloween. Done. I'm going all for it. And he just starts walking up to people and just killing them in front of the completely oblivious customers. He walks up to Jake and just axes him right in the right neck, in the throat, right, yeah. yeah, right in the side, right of, the the side of the neck. That was yeah. really good, actually. I was very like, impressed dude, by that kill. Jake falls to the ground and the killer's like, the axe is like twisting the axe. His neck. Jake's trying to like bring Jake's his like, hand up and the, the you see the killer swat his hand away, like, right. psh, get away. Just, uh, and then one of the uh, one of the people that are walking through the hunt, like, like, like looks well, so late, right in Jake's face, like this is so fake. Yeah, <laughs> Jake's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, they do say that. <laughs> and yeah, so now he leaves good. the axe in Jake's neck. He, he grabs his pitchfork, which we have seen earlier in the movie. Yeah. And he just then he just walks up to Stacy, the who we, again we haven't seen forever, no. and right. just stabs her like, right, in the right in the back of the pitchfork. Uh, but Stacy manages to stumble her way out into the gift shop where Claire and Daryl try to help her. Which I don't know why Daryl's in the gift shop and not at his. Oh no, he he had to take a poo. He had to pee. Yeah. There was a whole was deal where I thought he, cha- he like just chased some girls. No, Bart. He Daryl came in to take a piss. There's only one bathroom. Remember, mm-hmm. uh, so Daryl comes in to take a piss, and Bart was just leaving. Like you don't want to go in there. More shit jokes. It was yeah. funny. That's like, right. dude, that's... I gotta get back to my seat. No time to air out. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's right. That uh, takes a gas mask. That's, yeah, right. that's right. You had a gas mask to go in there. I'm not packing um, three. <laughs> so Claire and Daryl try to, but um, they like get help for Oliver. Like this one's like, oh shit! He turns on the lights. Claire's calling the cops. And this is a bad decision. Another bad decision on Oliver's part. Just not a good owner. Not no. responsible. No. He's like, granted, he's like, we got to get everybody out. That's fine. 
Totally agree. Yeah, you got to get everybody out. But he sends in Claire right. by herself. Like, Claire, go in there and get everybody out. I'm Winter's- on the phone, Claire. I'm trying to get a hold of the police. Which- Can we go back to, I don't know if this happened, but did the girls that come out, the girls that witness Spider's death, they have blood all over them. Yeah. And yeah. when they come out into the gift shop, one girl's like, oh my God, that was so crazy. And the <laughs> other one's like, oh my God, you have blood all over you. And she's like, that's great. And then she's like, I bet it's food coloring. And one like tastes <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, tastes it. She, she puts it in her mouth. Ba- she tastes it. She's like, eh, that's blood. blood. Yeah. And then oh, she like, vomits And then she's like, I'm going to puke. And so it's like this back and forth. And you see her like, totally vomit all over the other girl which i thought was a nice addition. i enjoyed I it mean, actually yes that was a fun little I liked tidbit. it was just yeah. like a little yeah little back and forth but how dumb are you like uh this could be real blood i'm gonna taste it yeah. Taste serious? yeah if you think it's real blood now you don't taste right it's like apparently she's lived in iraq and knows nothing about aids even the common cold or a flu maybe anything Tastes good. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. yeah, Oliver sends in Claire by herself to go get everybody out of the maze while he goes because sometimes there's a fight outside, so he goes out to break up this fight in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Um so Margot and Bart, they run into each other, wondering what's going on. They're in the haunted house and they they get out. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's pretty much the last you see of them. Like they actually survive. Nothing comes of those two. Which which was weird to me. Sluts. That's it. I got here. Slut makes her exit. No sluts were harmed during the making of this film. I mean, how weird is right. that? That right. doesn't seem right. Yeah, Tracy's the one who gets it. But even though you can make sure she doesn't die, though. You don't know if she dies. Because at the end, the paramedics and the Dutch show up. So you don't yeah. know. Because she's still alive when they caught. Because, like, oh, to put pressure on the roof. So she many, may or may not have died. How many horror movies have you seen where the slutty girls actually survive? Very few. This was a big point for me. Although, granted, she. I will make you can't make she, the argument that she she she, like, she wasn't slutty. She was ditzy and maybe dumb. But it was she it played was, the slutty vampire. But she herself was never proven to be a slut character. Like a slutty I, person. I feel like it was like put she out there boobs. in the beginning that she and we was saw her like, boobs. We true. saw her boobs. We did so see you feel, her boobs. I feel like any chick's boobs that are shown, she's dead. Like that's it. That's a death mark. Once you show your boobs, you're done. Like Do you I feel just, like the scream rules provide. Yeah, for, I, I see what you're saying there. But again, if we just see her boobs, not in like any kind of gratuitous way. I mean, she, when we saw him, she was in a changing room true. with That's the true. other girl. They were putting on costumes. So they, she was right. like she was just getting out of the shower, true. flashing something. Right. She was in a legit environment where boobs would be seen. <laughs> they did pretend to make out during one of the montages. They did. Yeah, they did. They did. Because the, 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 they were putting on a show out, for yeah. the boys. The boys were trying to sneak in yeah. camera phones. True. And she's like, hey, let's play it up. So you're right. They did try <laughs> to do that. But regardless, she's super smart. She's like... I'm gonna go check I'm on. I'm gonna go check out. on the ambulance. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll see you guys. So, uh, in the maze, Claire comes across the redheaded geek with glasses, geek number one, uh, that the one that took took her picture earlier. Crazy fan. And boy. He's like, she's like, "Oh, you gotta get out of here." You know, and he's like, and like, we'll give you your money back later." And he pulls out the taser and zet and just tasers Claire right there. Mm-hmm. So, boom, mystery solved. Killer is the ginger geek with glasses. Um, who's obsessed with us? We know Claire because we've seen the room now. Oliver goes looking for Claire. He finds Jake's dead body, and he goes back to the gift shop to call the cops again. Mm-hmm. Which, and this time he notices that his taser's gone. Um, back in the hidden room, the redheaded geek is standing over Claire, who wakes up and she's looking around. She sees the pictures of her all over the wall, and the geek just goes crazy here. He just goes into his phone mm-hmm. like. 
real cycle crazy stuff cycles up yeah, yeah. I, I, I did all this for you and he's been waiting for someone like her all of his life and he says again i'm trying to get this go i've been watching you for three years you taught mm. us how yes. to cut you didn't see us but we saw you we we'd, watched you through the you. christmas window we'd watch you cut yourself yeah yeah, yeah. um so back to oliver and daryl in the gift shop daryl is like Saying, I gotta go after Claire. He grabs Bloody Molly the chainsaw and he runs in the Yeah, after Oliver's her. like, Don't go, let the police deal with it. He's he's like ready to like write Claire off. Like she's dead. Just yeah. let the cops You're you know, just a kid in a costume. Yeah, that's exactly what, what he's like. Gonna what are you do? gonna do? Like, I'm gonna go get Claire. I'm gonna get Claire. Turn right at that point I was hoping like for an ash type <laughs> entrance, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, it's gonna going get crazy, but um didn't happen. So Claire and the geek, who's, and the geek is still professing his love for her and telling her about how he cuts himself now because she cuts herself and uh, he does it for her. He stands up and unzips his hoodie, rips it open to reveal his bare chest that's just covered crazy, in scars. Crazy and he's scars. carved her name. her name. He's carved Claire across his chest. On his arms numerous yeah. times yeah, across his body. I don't like, know if it's I saw the name once, but everything else was like I cars, saw it, cars. I saw it on his like forearm, there was one on his bicep, like he was like Yeah. Wow. Now this is pleasure of pain. Yeah. And this is why I'm gonna bring it because for a geek, he's not he's he's not he's not toned. He's he's not like just yeah, this skinny, yeah. scrawny, uh-huh. no muscle. Yeah. He's He's pale, but that's well, you fine. You kind of see him. He kind of like yeah. once he takes off his shirt, you kind of like reveal that he's a little. He's got some tone. He's not like ripped, but he's definitely tone. Like he's, right. he's he's in shape. So that's what I'm saying. When you're talking about how Spider would not get, yeah. would get overpowered. I'm like, well, the guy does so, yeah. is in shape. That's so it's not he has that. been. He does say that he's been practicing for three years or something crazy like well, that. Cutting. Like, yeah. And the fact that he's crazy. So it's like you know, yeah. they have like yeah. you know, crazy that strength that crazy behind him. Yeah, crazy crazy. Psycho never, strength. never, yeah. Don't play the psycho factor. Uh, so yeah, he's, uh, and basically he's like, I'm going to ki- tell her, I'm going to kill you to give you what you've always wanted. And then I'm going to join you in death. So mm-hmm. he's going to, it's basically a murder suicide. And here. he actually says, we will live together in the eternal orgy of hell. Yeah. Good <laughs> nice. Lord. Yes. Psycho. Uh, That's what every gal wants to hear. I uh, swear. I mean, a... no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> so Daryl, he gets to the lock, the, the fake door and it's locked and he, he cut, starts cutting it down with the chainsaw. And here, I love the fact that when he, it goes from wood, when he's being cut, when he's cutting through, it's honestly wood, wood, wood. And when he goes to kick it down, it's, it's, foam it's styrofoam. <laughs> <laughs> I said that too. I was like, seriously, you couldn't have like just, just ran through wood? it? Yeah. You couldn't have ran through it. I mean. <laughs> yeah, it's like it goes from wood to styrofoam. <laughs> well, this was another one of those moments too where it was like a weak, overpowering scene with a woman. It was like... When uh, Summer, when she was killed, how it was kind of weird how he cut off her finger. It was real awkward. It was the same thing. Like, he was holding these scissors up to, like, her her wrist. Like, he was going to cut her wrist or something with a pair of scissors. Right. right. It was just kind of, like, weakly holding her. Uh-huh. Like, I felt like she could have just kicked him in the nuts or something and, something. like, ran away. Yeah, right. I mean, he was just like, uh. Or if he okay. wanted to, he could have easily... Yeah, it killed was, her then. It was then, not believable but, the way he was like. Yeah. He's he Bond villain. Ripping her. That's, that's, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. Just, he's James uh, Bond villain. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. He's drawing out like, ha ha I could, but you just you stop talking, just boom, be yeah, done. Just do it. I expect yeah. you to die, Mister Bond. So anyway, kill the other guy. Dale runs in. The, they have a showdown. The geek just basically pff, knocks the chainsaw right out of his hands with the baseball bat. Yeah. <laughs> Real fast. It was like, hey, I'm here to save you. Boom, bat's gone. Dale's like, 
uh, I'll be right back. He turns and runs out again. <laughs> the guy throws the bat and hits him. Hits, yeah, he hits him the back of the knee. I love that so much. Wow. Yeah, he waxes his back of the knee, so Daryl starts limping back to the gift shop now to look for a weapon. Uh, and he starts picking up the plastic axes and the plastic things. and It was uh, pretty funny, though. It's like uh, the geek guy is like strangling Daryl, and he's, he's like reaching for something behind the counter. And he pulls out this foam fake arm and like tries like, to hit the guy with that. And then, uh, that's not working. So he finds this like foam axe. Yeah. And like hits him with that. It's uh, like, so basically, yeah, the, so the, is yeah, yeah the geek rush, they had this big fight scene in the gift shop and mm-hmm. it's just destroyed. It is trash, but now. And the geek basically knocks over this heavy shelving unit on top of Daryl, paying him to the ground. Where yes, are the police at this point? You're right. Seriously. They're I mean, route. they've called the police. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The, I'm like, what? That's not a very good response. Okay. Super heavy uh, uh, rack. Uh,. <laughs> So, what was it? Yeah, uh, the geek picks up this big ass broken piece of glass, like this big glass shard, and he's about to slit Daryl's throat with it when Claire shows up and hits the geek over the head with the bat. And to keep in mind, I am saying geek because that's always listed. You never get a name for this a guy. Name. He's just no. listed as geek number one in the credits. Mm-hmm. So it's geek one. Lots um, of personality geeks out there. Uh, so she goes over to get Oliver, and she goes out to get Oliver, comes back in, the two of them. Gets a shelf off of Daryl. The geek hops up, stabs Oliver in the back with a large piece of glass. The geek is about to stab Claire and kill her when Daryl shoots him with Claire's gun and he dies. Sexy Sadie. Sexy Come Sadie comes in. Get it right. And then well, like, goes, Oliver comes over and he like puts his arm around her and he's like, it's all going to be okay. Yeah, and then stab. <laughs> and then it's not. So it's kind of like weak. But then it gets better because you do see that really excellent stabbing. Like yeah, you the, see the, the metal or the he stabs him through the back, yeah. so it comes out his chest. Yep. And she sees it right at like face level, right. which I thought was pretty good. Uh, so it, movie now it goes six weeks later, black screen, white letters. Six weeks later, we're back at the Christmas store. Uh, Daryl yeah. shows up looking for Claire, who is now blonde again. She's gone back to being blonde, and does she's suddenly suddenly happy. Does it? Does anyone find it funny that like? Her natural hair color is supposed to be blonde, but she's wearing the most awful a blonde wig, wig that you've yeah. ever it seen looks, with dark good. old eyebrows. I mean, I was like, that's right. ironic. Uh, it, it that's look, very uh, ironic. It looked like the, the wig was part of the hat she was wearing. Yes. It's like, yeah. she was wearing it was like one of those like, a mullet trucker hats. Like, where, like forget to have the mullet attached to it. It looked like it just looked like yeah. a Christmas hat. Santa. Um, oh, and God. so, uh, shoot, where were they? So, yeah, so Daryl shows up and they're talking a bit, and they, uh, Daryl. She tells Daryl about her therapy now. It's yeah, expensive it's for a girl. Yeah, and explains Daryl. that it's going to take some time before she's ready to date him. Uh-huh. And Daryl's like, that's all cool. Take your time. It's cool. When you're ready, give me a call. And Darryl's he slides so, her a little gift and he leaves. Daryl's so happy to be in friend mode. Yeah, he's like so happy to be in friend Yeah, he's in friendville. And he hands her this bag with a gift and he leaves. She opens the gift and it's this large snow globe, just like the one she uh-huh. talked about earlier. The camera starts zooming out to reveal that the other geek, the one with the long black hair and glasses, is standing outside the Christmas window, staring and watching, watching watching Claire, just like Geek Mm -hmm. 1 described during his whole monologue. So is that Geek 2? I don't know which geek it is. It's, yeah. Geek yeah, one it is the code. I know that. But there's geek, geek, geek two. If, if you're going in line. Yeah, that's kind of what I went with yeah. there. It definitely, I don't think it was Tyler Hansen, though, was it? I don't think, unless they put a black wig on him to right. make it look like it, I don't think that's him. Tyler Hansen, I think, was the blonde geek. Yeah. I think he was geek three. Um, anyway, <laughs> <Geek> so <laughs> uh, roll Maybe. credits. Um, but there is a scene at the end of the credits. It's nothing much. It's like a gag scene. The camera pans. I didn't see that. The 
camera pans over to the severed head of Tyler sitting on the shelf. And his, his eyes open up. And Tyler's like, hey, get lost. Oh, wait, except you in the back. No, the hot one. Come here. A little closer. A little closer. And then he starts making kissy faces. And, mm-hmm. and then it's the blackout. <laughs> So, oh man, that might have been the best scene of the movie. I'm so sad I missed that. Dang. So that is a scare zone. Uh, fun little movie. Uh, yeah. With these all fresh in our head, we are going to go into our favorite kill. There can be only one favorite kill. And so I will let uh, our guest start. Uh, let's let ladies first. Uh, Sarah, is... what would you? Cons- what was your favorite kill of this movie? Okay, this is kind of hard because. I, it was kind of hard, but I will say, even though it was Fast and Furious, Jake's kill was my favorite because it was the most quick and gory, and you actually watched his face when he died. And then you had the kind of the comedic relief with him swatting the hand away and then <laughs> trying to pull the axe from his bloody neck. And hmm. and I thought that that was... That was pretty good. At least it was graphic. And, okay, interesting. And it was Fast and Furious. Yeah, I agree. Cool. I, I... I agree. Yeah. It was hard. Uh, it was hard to choose. I'm having a hard time right now because we have... I mean, Marshall, last week we had no kills. Exactly. Yeah, so how oh. do you choose? This, this week we like... have 10 kills. Yeah. All right, not so... all of them that great, though. Then not all no, of them but these are there to choose from. There, yeah. But there were there were some good ones. And a mystery kill. Like, if you, you could make an argument, Tracy dies or Maybe. she survives. I, 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 She's a mystery. I'm going with Tracy did not die. I'm saying that there I was no Tracy sluts. No sluts were the harmed. Sluts live. No sluts <laughs> Well, she was kind of harmed, but she wasn't dead. She was, yeah. That's <sighs> honestly, man. I'm going with either summer, or <laughs> go douchebag number one. Ah, douchebag number one. Douchebag number one. I, I really like the acid of him. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. That that would be like the most intense kill. But I think I really got to go with summer because. When she comes out of the curtains and all the crowds looking at her and like she's bleeding all over the the glass yeah. and then all of a sudden she gets killed and then the uh, the, the draping she rolls down the glass and blood everywhere and then suddenly everybody's like yeah you know, <laughs> do it know. again <laughs> I did like the groundskeeper too I don't know I think I'm gonna have to go with summer I'm just gonna stick with it okay see. I'm kind of torn too. I my one of my top two is smoker douchebag stoner one with the right. acid, just because the makeup effect was great. Was pretty good. For yeah. I mean, it was that yeah. it looked kind of gross and like oh that does not look pleasant. Uh-huh. But then I do, wasn't I didn't I never thought about it at first. But the more I watched it, the ground cemetery groundskeeper because it's so yeah. brutal. The old man yes. just gets just destroyed. Just right. He gets destroyed and you feel bad for him because he's everybody else there is an ass you know yes. in the psycho's mind he's I guess. Nothing. This yeah, poor old man just yeah. gets destroyed by a uh-huh. rake. Um, so fuck it. You know what? I was going with acid but I've seen acid. I'm going with the groundskeeper. Yeah. I, it's just good one. it's the most brutal and just a helpless old man who just gets destroyed it's yeah. so bad so i'm going the groundskeeper is my favorite all right well and he's not part of the story really yeah I mean, exactly he's just there to, yeah he just shows up he just happened to like witness this guy like time. spying i mean it was the wrong place wrong time yeah thing. yeah poor guy all right so moving on to oz and ants not only did they watch these films they researched them too oh what is wrong with these guys all right this is where I do all my little research my uh tidbits of knowledge I find. Now, here's where I come back to the other first for this episode. Hmm. I want to give uh, 
shout out a big thank you to Stephen the the Woody. I hope I pronounced your name right. He is the chief art director and set designer for this movie. Yeah. I actually sent an email to this company to ask them information, and he responded to me. So really? we actually got some firsthand information That's from awesome. somebody awesome. who worked on this film. So Stephen DeWoody, thank you very much. Shout out to you. Um, Absolutely. We will. I will get to what he sent in later. But first, let's, as we always do, let's start with our ratings. Uh, IMDb gives it a 5.8 out of 10. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has no thermometer score, no score, but a 17% audience score. And wow. Amazon has three out of five stars. Yeah, and Amazon. Amazon's always three out of five. Oh, if you really think about it, IMDb is kind of equal. That's that's almost True. six out of ten. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. basically that's yeah. pretty good. Ryan Tomatoes always seems to be the lowest one. People are ruthless on that site. Apparently, uh, yeah. it's always low. And to me, seventeen percent seems low. Like other movies, are like goddamn House House like Torbill. To me, fuck that movie. <laughs> that's oh, this movie. I think it was so much more enjoyable. So I think that was low. Uh, I would have given it a higher rating myself. Um, I guess let's move on. Let's quick, quick, real quick, Chris, since you watched both those with me, that's why one of the reasons why I hate you because you watched both the haunted house space movies. Right. Which one did you like better? Oh, house of October? This one. No, this one. Yeah, I'm gonna say there's no way it's so much better. Even Again, though it's I mean, so much. I'm not gonna get back into the houses. No, of no, October, we're but... not going back there. That's... But they, they could have done so much more. This one did. As cheesy as it was, yeah. they did a good job at making it entertaining. I agree. It, it, the budget was obviously. You, I didn't know the budget last, but you could tell this was a no, much. We're lower not at the budget. budget game yet, Marshall. No, no, I'm, I'm getting there, but I'm just saying, for what they had, they did so much more. I with, agree. with less. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. It was so much more entertaining movie and more enjoyable to watch. I agree. All right, plot keywords for this movie. Just a few. Um, again, if you just re- hear these words without seeing the movie, it might make you think, "What the hell is in this movie?" Um, I have Rake, Pitchfork, oh, Reference nice. to Christmas, <laughs> Bear oh, Breast, Exposed Intestines, Gift Shop, and Bear Chested Mail. We're just some of the keywords from this movie Seems on like a IMDb. Minimum, but yes. Oh, from IMDb? IMDb. Is that where you get those? Yeah, okay, that's so. from IMDb. All right. Uh, trivia. Some little tidbits from uh, this is one that I got from Mr. Uh, Stephen DeWoody. This movie was filmed at Universal's Hollywood Halloween Horror Nights in 2009. Um, it was on their set. All the scare zone scenes, so the haunted house scenes, mm-hmm. were shot at or on the Body Collector's set, which okay. is being b- brought back for this year's Halloween Haunted Nights. No kidding. Oh, cool. At Universal Studios in Orlando. I know something about that in the credits. Like, yeah. Because I, I let the credits roll, which I normally don't do, because I wanted to see if there was like a, a scene at the end. Yeah. But they did say something about it was all recorded at Universal Studios. And there's another tidbit. Uh, it's not much. One of the other art directors, the art, Adam Milosevic. I probably butchered that name, so I apologize. <laughs> but him and uh, he created a comic book called Ghostface Jackson, which is seen at the on the gift shop's counter. So the comic books that are on the counter at the really? gift shop is a comic book that one of the art directors, I guess, either draws, right or I don't know, maybe he did it all himself. Very cool. So... Actually, there wasn't too much information, but that's what I got. So moving on to this week, we actually do get to play the budget game. Yay! <laughs> it's now time to play everyone's favorite game, Guess the Budget. All right. So budget game time. Here we go. What, and we'll let Sarah go first. What would you guess was the budget for this movie? Oh, gosh. 
I think it was definitely under fifteen thousand dollars. I'm gonna say eleven thousand dollars. Okay, we have eleven thousand dollars from Sarah, Chris. Now we are not doing. Uh, uh, we're, we're not gonna do price the right rule, so it's not you know close. Oh, no. It's just uh, no. whoever gets close. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to blow my wad. You don't want to pull an Aaron. No. <laughs> Oh, Shout man. out to Aaron. Shout out to Aaron, who always overshoots. <laughs> yes. Uh, I went under. And with that thought, you know, there was no real big names in this movie. Uh, obviously, we already said that everything was uh, recorded at Universal Studios, which I'm sure the production company is somehow involved in. Uh, there was no real cameos or anything. I bet they did this movie 50 grand or less. Fifty it's grand. So we have eleven sure. grand and fifty I grand. Think I actually, no comment. Technically, if we're going to do who was closest, Chris, you win this beer. Oh, but you are both horribly off. Oh, really? God. The budget coming from the art director who worked on this movie, direct from his mouth, was two hundred and fifty thousand oh, no. dollars. No, no. <laughs> I knew eleven thousand was stupid, but. I- Okay. That's straight. That's the email I got from the man who worked on I'm this movie. I'm gonna take a drink of that beer. That two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for this movie. For what? Did they have Salaries, rent out, renting. Who knows? I didn't get. I didn't, get, I didn't well, get the detail like I, I what the budget went to. Maybe I'm not asking you for questions, but I'm just curious because it seemed yeah, like uh, the sets were already set. Uh, they had like a little bit of, like out front of the uh, a strip mall. Either way, it doesn't matter. I guess. Yeah. It, it's, but that's what it is. So. There's no big it some serious uh, camera work in there. Like, yeah. So uh, moving on to lighting. What lighting? Maybe no. all those '90s songs and that editing <laughs> for those video montages really cost a lot of money. The Hanson brothers charged them quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, you think, just to get Hanson in the movie, cost fifty thousand dollars. Just that was eleven thousand. That's like the right right segment with the wicked with Ron Jeremy's fee, which is like the budget, like two hundred thousand. It was probably all with Ron Jeremy's pocket. <laughs> uh, all right. Anyway, moving on to five star reviews. Oh, okay. These special movies have a place in these special people's hearts. Five star reviews. Let's hear it. Here we go. Five star reviews I find from Amazon. I found a few. Some of them aren't that hilarious this week, but I will read them anyway. So here we go. From M. Neal. My girlfriend and I loved it. We saw Scare Zone in Orlando at a horror convention, and it was great. I think it won an award there. Wow. It's a perfect date horror flick. Just enough comedy and quirky characters for girls and plenty of scares and gore to keep me happy. Definitely the best movie of the festival. If you're a hardcore slash freak, this may not be the movie for you. But if you like most of us, this is just right. It's scary, funny, original, blah, blah. Keep you guessing. Okay, I'm skipping through some of this, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree with him. Like, a, a How long did we take anyone notes? We all go, like, blah, blah, blah. In fact, on else is, yeah, okay, that, I'm skipping that one. It did win two awards. I did read that. It yeah, I like heard that, but I didn't know. festival awards, yeah. yeah. Uh, but would you agree that? Being a girl star. Is this a perfect date night horror flick? Not re- I mean, I don't know. Like quirky not characters really. that the girls will like. Maybe a well, perfect date between Chris and I because this is the well, stupid stuff we do. But I would I- say it was like a... If you've been dating somebody for a while, maybe, but if you if you're taking this is not first date, date no. this is not first date. If you're material. taking a first date to a horror movie, you want her to like ah, 
of like be all up in your lap almost, yeah. right? Not like mm. laughing and falling asleep. Right. Like, no. I mean, I didn't fall asleep. You did twice. Okay, twice. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next one from Sly. It's a good movie. You won't be terrified, but you will laugh. Let's be honest. There's not much more you can do with the genre. Good production quality, decent writing, and acting is slightly better than you would expect. That's Five true. stars. I agree. I agree, I agree with, with that. that. I agree with yeah. that, too. Anthony, a fun movie to watch at night with popcorn and fruit punch. Five stars. Wow. All right. uh, is, wow, it, okay. is Anthony a 12-year-old? Or might, he might be. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Popcorn and fruit punch. Is there vodka in that uh, I, I would hope so. <laughs> not if he's 12. I hope not. <laughs> John, Scare Zone is not what you expect from a typical low-budget indie horror film. It has a good storyline, neat location setting, and an established cast that has some acting gigs on the resume. So no cardboard novice performances here. The film doesn't take itself too seriously. Uh, it's something you'd want to check out if you're into horror, indie horror that has enough gore, wisecracks, and slash murders to go around and keep you entertained. Five stars. Mm. And the last two. Kenny, this movie is like watching after-school special, but with blood, profanity, and nudity. Okay. I feel like I... W- I don't feel like I wasted my time watching this one. I w- I'd watch it again. <laughs> Five stars. I, I just love that because that's his criteria. It's like, I didn't waste my time with it, so five stars. So no, that's cool. <laughs> and there's not that much nudity in it. I mean, I don't no. oh, Whatever. It but I get the after school effect. I, I can't get I do that. too. And Jay Johnson actually enjoyed this movie. Predictable, yes, but fun. A bit too bloody here and there, so probably not what? a good choice for the little ones. Did he say a bit too bloody? Yes, he did. Wow. Characters are overacted, but necessarily so. If you like campy, dark horror humor, then watch. If you prefer serious horror flicks, this is not for you. That was one of my things. Like uh, the acting was rough. It was like overacted. Every scene oh, seemed Claire, overacted. Like, we Claire, dark good lord, so man, come on. I just like the fact not one for the little ones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. But it wasn't that gory either. No. Uh, so that's it. We were close remarks. Let me. Uh, all right, I will ask you guys, so bad it's good, so bad it's scary. Sarah, what is your final thought? I'm going to say, I'm going to say so bad it's good. All right. It, you know, it, it's, I'm going to say so bad it's good. I, I agree with a lot of the reviews. I, it could have been funnier or gorier or even campier, but it was not. And, but it's, it's okay. I think it's so, so it's good. Chris, do you agree uh, or disagree? I'm not sure. I, well, I think they took themselves way too seriously in this movie. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, it was like uh, I spent too much time on the story of the Claire and all this, and uh, not enough time on the scary parts. It felt like it felt like a showtime. I don't know. I, I'm gonna say it's probably a. Uh, so bad it's good though okay. honestly because i it was it was watchable yeah it wasn't uh like i had to fall asleep during it and uh, it it worked itself out yeah i i too i'm going so bad it's good yeah. um i, I so we, we're clean sweeping this one so bad it's good uh yes especially compared to last week's abomination oh, movie good Lord. oh god this movie <laughs> is so it's watchable it i kind of disagree i don't think they took some too i think yeah, there are some parts that they overdid, but I, I think they, like the I think they did like, about to like this is it is what it is. There's a campy, right. cheesy movie, and it was light, but it was fun. It didn't seem that long. Like last week's movie, never seemed to fucking end. It just but yeah. this well, one like, Sarah, like last week, Sarah actually watched uh, the I House did. in October built with me. I did. 
and uh, twice. Oh. <laughs> You're a trooper. Twice. I didn't even watch that thing twice. God. <laughs> uh, so there That's you go. Awesome. Clean sweep. So bad is good. We all recommend. If you have the time and just want something light and fun, dig it up on Amazon. Give it a go. Why not? That's gonna do it for us. Uh, so for. Chris, Sarah, thank you again for joining me. Yeah, it's absolutely. been awesome having you here yeah, for the first time. You. And I will be checking out um, Spider's character in The uh, Walking Dead because that kicks off I this evening. The, yeah, sometimes soon. The new season. Uh, yeah, he's in like season one or season two. You got to go back and find Still. him. But all right, so you can follow us uh, on many places on our Facebook page, uh, website, horriblehorrorpodcast.com, Twitter at So Bad It's Scary. We're on Podbean, and of course, we're on iTunes. Follow us, subscribe, like, download, do all the, you know, you know how the internet stuff works. You guys are smart. Uh, That's going to do it. We're out. Peace. Later. Bye.